Today, I would like to just quickly move into what I really want to share is from the story that we heard, uh, which Phil, uh, you know, kindly read to us from Second Kings. And this is about the Shunammite woman, where we see, you know, where we move from starting faith to persevering faith. And I think as Christians, we need to learn that in our life, that we move from starting faith to persevering faith. Because we all face challenges every now and then we face challenges in life. You know, we go through troubles, we go through ups and downs in life. As I always mentioned that we go through the roller coaster ride in our life. You know, sometimes we are up there, sometimes we feel we are down there. And how do we cope? How do we react to that situation, especially when it comes to having faith in God? And here we heard about the story of uh, the Shunammite, uh, you know, lady, where she invited Elisha and her servant Gehazi. Sorry, to do with this. That's why we need new equipment. <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah. So may the Lord speak to you. <laughs> okay. So this Shunammite woman, she welcomed Elisha. She prepared a room for him so that whenever he passes by, you know, he can stay over there. And she was not having having any children. So Elisha, he prophesies and blesses her. And in a year's time, she has a child. Now this child grows up a bit. And then one day this child goes to the farm, to the field with his father. And he complains about a headache. He says, my head, my head, my head. And the father sends him back home to his mother. And the scripture says that, you know, the child uh, was sitting on the lap or lying down on the lap of the mother till afternoon. Now, something happened. Suddenly, the child died. Suddenly, the child died. You can imagine that situation of a mother sitting there having an only child and that child on her lap, he dies. What must be going on? You know, in her mind, in her thoughts. and But she remembers the man of God. And she remembers the God that man of God serves can do this miracle. Because in the past, God did that miracle in her starting faith. Where she believed and they had a child. And now she must be struggling with all that was going on. Now, what shall I do? What shall I say to my husband? You know, and she decides to go to this man of God. And, and as she decides and ask her servant, you know, to prepare the donkey or whatever, you know, to go to the man of God. And her husband comes and he asks her this in 2 Kings 4.23. 
So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Can you imagine a husband? You know, probably he doesn't know. The son, only son has just died. But she says, it is well. It is well. She refuses to accept defeat. It is well. And then she's on his, on a way towards the man of God. And this man of God, Elisha, he looks at her. He sees her from far and he tells Gehazi's servant, go and greet her and meet her. And he says in 2 Kings 4.26, please run now to meet her and say to her, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Because they don't know what's going on. Why, why is she coming here? And he says, is it well with the child? And she answered, it is well. It is well. You know, I was just thinking about this lady on her way, on her journey. You know, a lot of thoughts must be going on, a lot of struggles, the doubts and everything, you know, bombarded in our mind and our heart. What's going to happen? And I believe as, you know, she was walking in or going in this journey, you know, maybe the evil one must be saying, look, your son is dead. It's all finished for you. Look what has happened to you. And she must be constantly saying to herself, it is well. It is well. It is well. What do you do when you face challenges in life, when you face mountains in front of you, when you go through the storms of your life, and when you are bombarded with all kinds of doubts, whether I'm going to make it, whether, whether this prayer is going to be answered, whether I'll be healed or not, what's going to happen to me? I want to encourage you, let us be like that Shunammite woman who says, it is well, it is well. And then we see that miracle happen. Elisha goes to a home and he lays on him, breathes on him and he prays and the child comes back to life. She receives the miracle. And this is what I called a persevering faith. Persevering faith. You know, the story of this Shunammite woman just doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. After a few years, there is a famine in the land. And Elisha tells this woman, go take your family and go to some other land for seven years. Stay there. And then after seven years, come back. Now she very well knows for seven years, if she's going somewhere else, you know, and when she comes back, maybe her property is gone. Someone else must taken over that property. So she comes back after seven years and she decides to go to the king to ask for a favor so that she can get back her property. Now just imagine this scene, okay? She's walking towards the palace. Again, 
in our mind, a lot of things must be going on. What will happen? Whether the king will meet me or not. Whether the king will have favor me or not. Don't know what is the mood of that king when I meet him. You know, whether he will just reject me and I will get my property. What's going to happen? And all these things must be bombarded in a mind, must be going on. And I believe at, even at that time, she must be saying to herself, it is well. It is well. And as she entered the palace, God was already preparing a miracle for her. You know what? The scripture says in 2 Kings 8 verse 5, Now it happened, as he was telling the king how he had restored. Now king was asking Gehazi, Tell me about Elijah. Tell me about Elijah. What miracles, you know, God has done through him. Tell me about him. So Gehazi is telling the king the story of the Shunammite woman. And he says, now it happened, as he was telling the king how he had restored the dead to life, that there was the woman whose son he had restored to life appealing to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, my lord, O king, this is the woman and this is her son whom Elisha restored to life. I call this as a favor of God. Amen. And the timing of God. The timing of God. And I believe and I pray for each one of you that you will receive such miracles, the timing of God and the favor of God over your life and the miracle that you need for your life. Can you imagine? As she's entering the room in the king's palace, Gehazi is already telling the story. And the king looks at her and he says later when you read, he says, restore to her all her property. Wow. Wow, what a miracle. What a miracle. And this woman, she had, you know, she moved from the starting faith to persevering faith. And she experienced, you know, the favor of God in her life. You know, the Bible tells us in James chapter 1 verse 12, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. So what does it say? Blessed is the man or woman who remains steadfast, who doesn't shake, who doesn't falter, but remains steadfast under trial like that Shunammite woman would say to herself, it is well, even in the midst of the trial. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, praying all at all times, not sometimes, not when your mood is good, not when things are going bad, but praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that and keep alert with all perseverance. 
So, it's, so Paul is saying, praying all times with all prayers and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. Don't give up. Don't give in. Making supplications for all the saints. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, let me tell you this. Already in the past few years, we had seen the pandemic and how it changed everything and many of us we faced challenges you know it's not going to end you know in the coming days years and months there may be more challenges that we'll face but let us prepare ourselves let us have the persevering faith amen you know the psalmist he says in psalm 93 verse 3 to 4 the floods have lifted up O lord the floods have lifted up their walls. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier. Now here, okay, till here, this verse, it says in verse 3, he talks about the floods. Maybe he's going through some problems, maybe difficult times, where he feels like he's facing the flood in his life. And he's saying they have lifted up their voice. You know, sometimes it happens that no matter how much you want to have faith in God, read the word of God, but those negative thoughts, you know, becomes overwhelming sometimes to us. We find it difficult to fight with it, to cope with it. Probably this man of God felt that way. The floods lift up their waves. You know, we went to Holiday in Cornwall and I saw some waves, not big ones, small ones. But it reminded me of, you know, being in a boat long time back in the Arabian Sea. And this was a small boat and there was a storm. I tell you, very bad storm. You know, the water was just coming, high waves, you know, was coming inside the boat. And I was scared in that storm. And it can be very scary, you know, just to show you what flood can be like. I have been in a couple of this situation like that, and I've seen the storms and I have seen the floods. And well, I can very much identify myself to what this man of God is saying. And he's saying the floods lift up their waves, but then he goes on to say, the Lord on high is mightier. He's mightier than the noise of many waters. Then the mighty waves of the sea. He's mightier. Amen? Amen. And that's why people of God, when the floods comes in your life and the storms that you face in life, let us learn to say, it is well with my soul. Let us fight those storms and the floods of life. You know, because our God is mightier than those, you know, many noisy waters. You know, but, you know, there was a man called Peter. Now, Peter, he had the starting faith, but lacked the persevering faith. 
When Jesus was walking on the water, he was excited. He said, Lord, ask me to come. And Jesus said, come. And he stepped on the water, started walking. He had good starting faith. But then he heard the noise of the waters and the storm and everything that was going on around him. And his faith started shaking and he started drowning. He lacked persevering faith. Are we sometimes like that? That we lack that persevering faith? You know, we sang the hymn earlier. And this hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, was written by this man, Spafford. Now, Spafford, he had a very successful business in Chicago, in USA. And it is said in October 1871, fire broke out in that town and all his property and fortune had burnt in the fire. It is said that about 300 people died in that fire. And about 100,000 people became homeless. $300 million worth of property was destroyed, including Spafford's property and business. And this man with his wife, you know, they had faith and trust in God. So he moved on in life. He went to another city. He started a business over there. And they were, you know, following D.L. Moody at that time. And wherever his meetings are there, they used to go there. And D.L. Moody was in England. He was preaching. So what he did, he sent his wife and four little children, you know, to go to this meeting um, in England. You know, four children. You can see the pictures over there. And Stafford, Spafford, he had to uh, stay back in U.S. because, again, he was facing some challenges in his business. He was not doing well. And it was like one after the other challenges he was facing in life. So anyway, his wife and four children took this journey. And the ship that they were traveling on, it collided with another ship in the Atlantic Ocean. And Spafford's wife, Anna, she tried her best to cling on to her children, to hold them together. But in that accident, she lost all her four children. It is said 226 of the passengers, including the four Spafford children, were drowned in that deep Atlantic Ocean. Anna, his wife, survived, and all the survivors were taken to Cardiff in Wales. And from there, she wired her husband, sent a telegram with a message saying, saved alone, what shall I do? And Spafford, he immediately took another ship going to England. And as he was going in that same waters, the captain of the ship, 
you know, he told Spafford because he knew about the situation. He said, this is the spot. This is the place where all your four children were drowned. And Spafford stood there. And you know what he said? This is where he wrote this. When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my Lord thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. What a powerful thing to do that, to say that, you know, it is well with my soul. And Spafford, he wrote this hymn. Anyway, he came back, he left USA, went to Jerusalem, moved with his family, with his wife. And after that, he had, you know, three more children, but again, one child at the age of four died with sickness. But he continued to serve the needy, help the poor, and cared for the sick and took in homeless children, and he continued to serve God in spite of all that he went through in life. He didn't give up. He didn't give in. He loved the Lord even more. <coughs> How do you respond in your life when you face challenges? Do you complain? Do you murmur? Do you have doubts? Or do you say, like Spafford, do you say like Shunamite woman, it is well, it is well with my soul. Can I have the musicians? And in a minute we'll sing this hymn once again. And when we sing that hymn, let us sing it with all our heart. I don't know this morning what challenges you're facing or what challenges you had faced in the past. But as, let us learn to do the confession or say the confession of faith that it is well. Amen? Yes. You know, let us have that persevering faith like that blind man Bartimaeus. In the streets of Jerusalem, he was sitting all his life begging. And when that moment came that he knew that I cannot miss this moment because Jesus was passing by. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus' disciples and the people around him said, be quiet, don't speak. Be quiet. Wanted to suppress him. But Bartimaeus, all the more he shouted and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This blind man, Bartimaeus, he had that person faith not to give up. That woman with 12 years of bleeding pushed through the crowd, touched the hem of his garment, and she was healed. And there are many men and women in the Bible we see 
who had that persevering faith. And God is looking for such faith. Let us not be like Peter at that moment. And he began, he started with good faith, but when storm came, he started drowning. Let us say, it is well with my soul. We'll sing the same. And if anyone needs prayer, feel free to come in.